Okay, so to set the stage, um, between ages 9 and 12, I used to live in Richmond, Virginia, between the, age, the grades of 4th grade, 5th grade, 6th grade. Uh-huh. Um, had a lot of friends, I knew the whole like, community, uh, in and out pretty much. My parents one day, um, to give you background, my dad was a Marine, um, so one day he came to me and was like, hey, we gotta move to Japan. What? Oh. <laughs> What's going on? We uh-huh. gotta go to Japan. Is my so first... Brian, in order for us to really follow you, own the stage. So okay. stay there, your feet hip distance apart, and just there we go. And as you look, look around the room. Okay. And just hold your ground from here up. Go. So okay. he says we're moving to Japan. Go. Right. He says we're moving to Japan. I'm like extremely nervous. I'm like I never been on a airplane before. That's I've it. never lived outside of the country before. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the experiences are gonna go moving forward. My older sister's pretty pumped. She's in high school, 11th mm-hmm. grade, 12th grade. She's like, I get to graduate, you know, outside the country uh-huh. and everything. So going to Japan basically, um, it allowed me to realize that I can be placed in any environment and connect with different people, meet all sorts of friends. It's pretty much easy for me. Um, and the transition to me working like here at Microsoft, because uh-huh. I go to China every two months for two weeks. And for every two months, every two weeks, and then like I interact with the Chinese pretty often and go to work and things like that. So pretty much everything. Okay, okay, so as we end this, Brian, say, so what this tells you about me yeah. is. So what go. that tells you about me is that. Hold the space, yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. So what that tells you about me is that, um, I'm pretty diverse when it comes to interacting with anybody. Yes, thank you very much. Brian, you are adaptable. And the reason yeah. we say that is we heard your ability to really transition through being in different cultures, and that adaptability will take you wherever you go, especially when you go to China. So thank you so much. Right. So who do we have next? We have Carlos. Please welcome Carlos. Right. You can have a seat anywhere. So you can, yeah, you, can, you don't have to be, and we need someone else in the ready chair. Someone else in the ready chair. Here we go. Someone else in there. <laughs> Volatiles. Can, can we do one little thing too? Since we're also working on our facial expressions and gestures instead of clapping, um, to to show it on your face, like a encouragement, like if there you're in the back of the room, so it makes the podcast easier to listen to, but it also forces you to practice your um, the way that you show encouragement to people. Oh yeah, there we go. That'll work. All right. My life experience moment was right when I finished college. Uh-huh. Uh, I was in Spain, in Madrid. I just finished computer science. And I took a decision on my own to, that it was very unusual. It was to start from scratch in a different country, different culture, okay. different language, yep. because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to pack one luggage and go to Dublin, Ireland. And I start a new life there. And it was way more challenging than what I probably thought or expected, uh, in meaning that I had to find new jobs for myself, learn language, learn English, um, make new friends, uh-huh. um, um, do everything on my own without the support of your family or anything. Not that I was in bad uh, terms with my family, but I decided to do all of this on my own. And it, it took me, I mean, I lived there for years, for nine years. So and it was a good experience for me overall because Carlos. it helped me grow in yes. self-confidence. Yeah, so when, when you're speaking, in order for us to really follow and, and really own that presence, when you're not using it, just let them go to the side. 
and that ability not to get shaken up by, oh, what the holiday, what's coming at you, and all those other things in the mind chatter enables you to keep going. So thank you so much for that. Yep, yep. All right. So who's next? Who's next? Who's coming up? Okay. All right. So we need somebody in the ready chair. You want to join us? And it's... Vibe Hub. Vibe Hub. Vibe Okay. Where were you? What were you doing? A convoy of German soldiers approaches French town. A French farmer sees the convoy and based on the ominous music playing in the background, you know something bad is about to happen. He looks at his daughters and tells them to go inside while he waits for the inevitable confrontation. The pack of German soldiers led by the colonel uh, take the farmer back into his own house for questioning. They are looking for a bunch of Jew families and they're trying to understand where they are right now. The farmer patiently answers all of their questions and all the while he's lying to them because the family's right underneath the floorboards of his very home. By now you may have guessed that I wasn't part of this experience, <laughs> but I kind of was because I witnessed it through the magic of cinema. The movie, of course, that I'm talking about is Inglorious Bastards, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies from my, one of my favorite directors, Quentin Tarantino. Uh -huh. what, uh, I think I was in college the first time I saw this movie and it kind of blew my mind away. Uh, it was way different from many of the other movies out there and it taught me that you can totally transport people to a different era, a different time, show them a different world, mm -hmm. build empathy for the characters, all the while keeping them profoundly entertained. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. Am I saying it right? Yes. Yes. You are creative, and that creative spirit enables you to see something and empathize with, with a movie that maybe you had nothing to do with. And that creative spirit enables you and will take you through in everything that you're doing here in Microsoft. So thank you so much for that. Appreciate that. Woohoo! Yeah, and we can do this, right? We can do all of that. Okay, so, and notice too how he hooked us in with the story straight away, taking us right there. And even though it wasn't his story, and that was the other thing too, he goes, by now you realize that I wasn't there, because that was what was going on in our mind. So if you're gonna set us up for that, then you need to deliver, and my Bob did that. So thank you so much for that. So we need somebody in the ready chair, somebody in the ready chairs, I thank you. Okay. Uh so my defining moment happened. Okay, so we're gonna stop. And again, this is this. We're gonna get that discipline, right? So Vijay, just jump straight in. Where were you? What were you doing? Okay. And so my defining moment was a time when I We can cut all that out, right? Just grab us, get us right there. Just take us into the action. Okay. So this was about four years back, and in my team there was a project, and they needed more people on it, and this project was around security. So uh, I kind of proactively went and asked to be part of the project. Mm -hmm. And this is important to me because security is a space which I was curious to learn about. But at the same time, I had no idea how things were working behind the scenes. And I was very intimidated by just the concepts and even some folks who were working on it. So um, once I started going on the project, then slowly things rolled. And with uh, help and guidance, I was able to learn about things. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed it, and I was able to deliver on it. And in fact, it went so well that I actually moved to an org which mainly works on security. Now, um, this, uh, what this tells me, and why this is a defining moment, is because I think uh, it gave me the self-assurance and the confidence that 
whatever be it a challenge, uh, once I start uh, working on it systematically and uh, be persistent mm -hmm. and have hard work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can actually deliver on it. And this gave me the confidence to next start taking up a lot more challenging projects um, going forward. Yes, woo! So we're gonna stay right there. So, Vijay, uh, you are strategic, and that strategy piece of being able to see what it was you need to do, do next and do next enabled you to carry through. So, thank you so much for that example on how to be strategic and to deliver. Appreciate that. Thank you. Woo! All right. So, so who's coming up next? Okay, so we got Kenny, and then we got somebody in the ready chair, and we know Brian has to go, so goodbye, Brian. Thank you. Good to see you. Okay, so Kenny, where were you? What were you doing? So I was seven years old when I came to the United States. Uh, I was just following my parents. So I was super excited. Um, and, you know, I didn't know much about the States, and now, fast forward to, like, my junior year in college, um, I didn't know much about Korea. And what I realized was um, when I first came, I came in on a visitor's visa and I soon became undocumented. So like everyone else, I couldn't apply to internships. I couldn't um, think about what was like two years ahead of me, which was you know getting employed. Um, but soon later, um, I, I didn't worry about that and I just kept working on you know what I could. Um, and I went to graduate school and I was able to actually apply to this thing called DACA, which is for um, people like me that came with their uh, parents uh, yeah. to the U.S. And I was able to get accepted and um, now be able to work. Um, and I think that what that tells me about me is, um, you know, I don't tend to worry about, you know, what's uh, what I can't really do anything about, uh -huh. but just really work hard at. Um, you know, what I can do now in the present. And that's something that I take with me wherever I go. Yes, woo! All right, so Kenny, you have what is called stick-to-itiveness. Nothing is gonna stop you, nothing is gonna take you down. And that stick-to-itiveness is really evident in that story. And thank you so much for that sharing about the DACA because yeah. it is such an important issue and we all need to understand and put a face to it. It's, it's really important, so thank you so much for that. Appreciate that. All right. All right, so who's coming up? Okay, we've got Karina, yes. And who's in the ready chair? Okay, thanks, Frank. All right, Karina, so just allow yourself, feet just about hip distance apart. There you go. Just relax yourself just a little bit. That's it. So where were you? What were you doing? So when I was in eighth grade, we had an assignment to compare and contrast two characters from Great Expectations, oh. and I spent couple weeks researching and finding all of these comparisons between two characters that I thought was kind of obvious in the book. And when I had uh, an hour to write this paper um, in class, and then a couple weeks later, I thought it was a pretty good paper. I didn't think anything of it. I was a pretty good student in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. um, and then the teacher comes up to the front of the class to say, everyone did a pretty good job on this paper. It's a hard paper. Great Expectations is not an easy book to read. Um, but one student's paper really stood out to me, yeah. um, and then he said that it was mine, and I was shocked. Um, wow. Because so, 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 Karina, in order for us to really see this moment, so we'll talk with our hands, and then when we're done gesturing, just put your hands down. Yeah. So the teacher said, we have one paper that really stands out. Go. And that was my paper. Uh -huh. um, and I was just really proud of myself for yes. having spent a lot of time thinking and reading and analyzing. Yeah. Um, and it 
still shows today uh, my values because um, I'm really interested in making sure that I have the proper <laughs> uh -huh. you got um, to really think through things, come mm -hmm. up with creative solutions, yeah. and really justify them with as much data and research as I can. Yes! Woo! So, Karina, you are thoughtful, and thinking about that those characters in a way that's unique and different really does show how if we really put our minds to it, we can not only succeed, we can super exceed. And that's exactly what, what the uh, professor or the teacher saw in you. So thank you so much for that example, appreciate that. All right, so who's coming up next? Okay, we've got Eric, and who's in the ready chair? All right, Madhu, thank you. All right, Eric, where were you? What were you doing? Um, so I just finished my undergraduate uh, study in China. I yes. came here for my graduate study. Yes. Um, I finished a couple of internships uh, back in college, but I didn't really know what I wanted to, uh -huh. to do. Um, I know I didn't want to go to academia, but I didn't know where my career wants right. to go. Yeah. And I was in one of my uh, first graduate uh, courses, and my professor was giving, uh, so he was teaching usability, and he was, instead of giving examples of so software. Eric, or, in yeah. order to engage everybody, yeah. scan the whole room, yeah? So yeah. we're going to start here as we talk, and then we're going to keep going until we get to there, yeah? yeah. So the graduate school professor says, go. Um, so he's teaching usability. Uh, and instead of giving uh, examples from software or website, he was giving real-world examples. Uh -huh. So one of the examples that really stuck with me was um, the door to our building um, has these horizontal bars on yep. both sides. So people really didn't know if they should push or pull. Oh. And even for people who who's in the building for years, they would yeah. still run into the door, so uh, like it, accidentally it, it, hurting it push? themselves. Or pull. So show us. They right. didn't know. Show us. Um, so that's the problem. People yeah. didn't know they yeah. had horizontal bars on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> and so keep going. Yeah. So from there, uh, once you start uh, paying attention to these kind of things, you can't really not see it. Yes. So from there, I really learned this is the career uh, that I'm. This is an area I'm interested in, and I start paying more attention to details and. Now here I am, a design researcher. <laughs> so so, so now what we're going to do is we're going to say the very last part. So what this tells you about me is, go. Um, so what that tells you about me is um, I pay attention to these kind of details when people normally don't pay too much attention to, uh -huh. and I try to fix these kind of problems for people. Yes, there yep. we go. Woo! Eric, you are observant, and that observation is so key. And so many times people just forget yep. the details, and having that insight to see what needs to be done has taken you. Look how far. So yep. thank you so much for that example on how being observant can really lead to a career path. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Woo. So who do we have coming up next? Who's coming up next? Frank. And we have somebody in the ready chair. Someone in the ready chair. Okay. All right, Frank, where were you? What were you doing? I am nine years old. I am in Puerto Rico. My father is a master chef. He owns a restaurant. He was sponsored from Hong Kong into Spain, into Puerto Rico, and now he owns his own business. Wow. My father, who is... So Frank, Frank, in order to own the whole room, we're just gonna plant our feet, yeah? So we got some shifting happening, and just okay. let your hands be here, yeah? So he, he owns a restaurant, go, in Puerto Rico. So my father, who owns a restaurant, and it's a, That's it. and it's a model of health, collapses and has a stroke. Oh. He is dead the next day. Next day, friends of the family come to the house and 
pulled me aside and tells me, you are now the man of the family. I have just myself, my mom, my two sisters. So that changed the entire trajectory of my life. Yeah. From that moment, we went from, hey, we know precisely where everything's going to be to not knowing where everything's going to be. Mm. So what this tells, what this says about me is that I am good at overcoming adversity. Yeah. I have learned that um, you can't really prepare for everything in life. Things are going to be random. Mm -hmm. and, and I also learned, I took pride in the, my craft now as an engineer mm -hmm. because my father was so good at his craft. Yes! Woo! All right. So, Frank, stay right there. Frank, you are a survivor. And being able to man up at such a tender age, wow. Thank you so much for that honest portrayal and um, intensity of, of what you must have been going through. So thank you so much. Appreciate that. All right. Woo! Okay. Who's coming up next? All right. Madhu, where were you? What were you doing? Okay, it's October 2016. We, my husband, my daughter, and I, we were vacationing in Australia, and um, suddenly he gets this email. So he's been with Microsoft for like six years, and he got this email. Okay, Madhu, mm -hmm. in order for us to follow you, slow down just <coughs> Got it. Yeah. So you're in this, he got an email mm -hmm. from Microsoft. Yeah. God. Which was basically an acceptance um, to a role with Redmond. So we were all, we've all through been in India, got up, got married in India, studied there. So we've been there throughout. And he got this offer in Redmond, which meant that uh, all three of us have to move lock, stock and barrel oh. to Redmond from India. Oh my gosh. The first thing that struck me at that point of time was I was an established banker in my career in, back in India. And that was like moving lock, stock and barrel with something I was really passionate about, leaving yes. everything and starting yes. afresh. And also for my daughter who was seven at that point of time. So I think what this experience gave me was this entire moving experience in the last two and a half years. It actually has given me the fact that I can start from a scratch if mm -hmm. I want to. So I'm resilient to start again, start mm -hmm. build my career afresh, and also ensuring that I have the capability within myself to set up and run an entire family yes. again from in a new place, in a new culture and society. Yes, Madhu, you are a go-getter. And that ability to get up and go when it's needed and to go when it's acted upon and when it's required is, is an example that we could, we could all aspire to. So thank you so much for that go-to-itiveness. We appreciate that. Thank you.